this is Jeff Combs. You're listening to Nightmare Junket. Get a job at a sideshow. and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast horror podcast that fears the hair of any dog that bites my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode we're looking back at a month of uh films events and catastrophes with our annual halloween hangover episode and whether or not you suffer from orinthophobia, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your bird hole. And if you're uh, flying around on social media, you can find us out on Twitter at Nightmare Junk, on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead, and it is on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and screwed plate shenanigans. <laughs> and as this episode is releasing on Friday, November 5th, all you have to do is head over to screenland.com where they have your cyber bionic shenanigans taking care of indoors and virtually <laughs> you poor man you poor man <laughs> we're gonna get to it eventually here but the friday that this episode is releasing our latest friday night fright it's our unboxing video oh good lord of all of all the things that i know that are gonna come out but we're veering into horror adjacent territory again and i like the fact that we can at least a weird precedent i guess with basic instinct yeah i would go this is horror Straight horror? I say this is straight horror. If Signs yes. of the Lambs is horror, this is horror. Well, come on out for David Fincher's Seven. Mm-hmm. And Seven, there. so my old roommate, uh, <laughs> he once reminded, he was telling me a story of how he went and saw this in a theater with a date. And the date didn't go well afterwards because during the sloth scene, when the <laughs> happens, uh-huh. apparently he, he kind of like with me in Scream where I did a, he let out a... Ah! He, he yelped. He yelped. <laughs> Needless to say, there was no second date after that. And even better, I remember we were actually at... Uh, we were seeing the movie The Game uh-huh. in the theater. And about a quarter of the way through it, I whispered. I was like, hey, the guy that did uh, Seven made this movie. And you could just see the like the blood rush from his face, knowing who put together. So he was just like... The whole time he was waiting for something terrible to happen. He was so traumatized for that. So yeah, I definitely agree. It can go into the horror category. Procedural and unintentional comedy, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's been memed quite a bit. (laughs) There's some things that make me laugh. (laughs) We're going to light a candle. Oh boy, oh boy. Goopy, goopy, goopy. (laughs) But then looking forward to next Friday Night's Fright, a a movie that actually competed uh, during this year's Into the Mouth of March March Madness Tournament. It was, and I seen that until then. Yes, it was, which was kind of rad. And it actually went up in the first round and was bested by the eventual winner of this year's Into the Mouth of March Madness Tournament. If you're going to fight a pack, at least go fighting the best. (laughs) And you could do so much worse than Joe Dante's the howling. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get hairy and scary, and we're like Robert Picardo scary. Robert Picardo's terrifying in that film. You've got Dick Miller, you've got D. Wallace Stone, and a bunch of hairy people. And we're not even talking about the werewolves. No, no. But it's almost gonna be a werewolf orgy. Technically, you just have to wait till this. Yeah, 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 there is an outdoor one, and then it's in the a, second one, yeah, you that's, also get you, it. Oh, yo, you get a big werewolf orgy. What is it with the howling and werewolf orgies? I don't know. <laughs> and why haven't But we... we're better for it. That's that's the next month. November is the werewolf orgy month. <laughs> My God, and the fact that you could actually put together and program it. No, fucking werewolf orgy movies. I don't know if that is good or bad, but regardless, <laughs> we hope to see you out there for that. Now... Of the other, there technically are no other repertory screenings happening. No, I take that back. Technically, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's Punch Drunk Love will be playing. I have not seen that. I've seen it one time, enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but I'm not the biggest PTA fan. I really en- I enjoy his movie. Well, I enjoy his films. I appreciate his films, but 
Yeah. I don't really I like, go out of my way to see. Like! I don't go out of my way to see a lot of them. I'm the same way. But uh, of the newer uh, screenings that are still going on, Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. Expect to have liked it. You're not kidding. And we're going to hold off because I have watched it and I can give my thoughts non spoilerly on it. Uh, but then, if you're not in the Kansas City area and you would like to support Screenland, uh, you can go to ScreenlandOnline.com where you can rent a number of films or you can become a member of the Screenland film family by going to Patreon.com slash Screenland where of the many perks they have during their tiers, their uh, Screenland podcast, they have a number of watch parties of which we are part of. Mm-hmm. In fact, our latest Shutter shout-out will be happening on November 27th. And Genius, what two films are we streaming? We're going to celebrate the end of November. When What better way to celebrate Thanksgiving and Black Friday with Blood Rage, because that's not cranberry sauce, and Chopping Mall. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> and what's really funny... <laughs> that the second one is quite ethnic. It, again, how many people can appreciate, <laughs> truly appreciate, the, the Paul Warren. Bartell and the Mary exactly. Warrenov. Exactly. Which we'll get to Mary Warrenov later as well. Yes, we will. Uh, but we're actually going to be screening uh, some... Um, we're going to be hosting some screenings of those mm-hmm. that week at Screenland. Yeah, so we're getting meta with you. We're going to if, get a double dose. If you can't come out and join us, we're you know what? We're starting the holiday season by giving you the gift of Nightmare Junkhead at home. I was even going to say you've got our leftovers. Oh, I like that better. We'll <laughs> save we'll save that for the next Shutter shout out. Either or, either or. Now, of course, those are both streaming on Shutter. But by joining the Screenland Film family, you're going to have access to exclusive content that we provide. As Genius says, it really kind of gives you the Nightmare Junkhead. The home game experience. We've got a customized pre-show, introduction, trailer reels, and... Uh, You're going to need some processing with Blood Rage and Chopping Mall. Mo- mostly Blood Rage. It took me a little bit and if to anyone get is into not Blood the, Rage. One, well, I love the fact that we've done an actual episode on it. A commentary. A commentary on it, and now a Shutter shout-out, because... It's the movie that keeps on giving. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It, that's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> but genius, if we are talking Patreon and film family, a belly, we have our own little collection of uh, family members uh, at, at Patreon, and we've got a brand new member here, Genius. Awesome. Awesome, indeed. In fact, what I love is the fact that we do actually have some people that have been listening to us for quite some time mm-hmm. and for they finally you know break down i think we've we pressured them enough the, the brow do beating do. <laughs> and they you know they they take the uh the the the, the dive into it i guess mm-hmm. what we're saying here because if you're gonna go squiddly diddly and beyond sometimes you just gotta dive right in go to the deep end and brian tapco he went the deep end now brian had this to say he said he's a longtime listener First-time patron, uh, his introduction to horror because we always kind of always want to know people's horror origin mm-hmm. was thanks to his older brother. Which yes. how many people? Right, exactly. The, the passing down. Exactly. I was the older brother, so yeah. You understand that? Oh yeah. Privilege and honor. <laughs> now uh, he was watching a Nightmare on Elm Street on either USA or Channel sixty-two. Oh yes. Okay, now you're speaking my language. It terrified me. It also didn't help that he had the costume. That also sounds like you as an older brother. <laughs> yep. You would probably be in character watching the entirety. No, not that bad. I mean, well, yeah, I wouldn't try and jump scare, but yeah, I would definitely have the glove on and the hat. <laughs> uh, Brian mentions, it's kind of funny how something you find so scary as a kid becomes your favorite genre as an adult. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Chud. No, uh, Brian, you're fucking rad, man. You're simpatico. Well, and what's really funny is he was the one that suggested, and we don't really do any merchandise just because it costs money. Right. But he had suggested at one time an idea for a Nightmare Junkhead t-shirt, and it's we've got some talented artist friends out there, so we're just going to throw this out in the ether, but it would be basically something akin um, of a uh, monster movie where you would have little twin Gregs. Little tiny twin Gregs summoning 
a giant genius kaiju. <laughs> genius eye, genius eye. Which I'm like, honestly, that would be kind of funny. That would be rad. That would be rad. I can see it. And honestly, I think the twins could either, in, one would have a beard, one would have a mustache maybe to just differentiate a <laughs> right, little bit. Right. What would I be destroying? Probably like Ari Aster's house or something. <laughs> it's it's actually, it's a weird convention and it's um, only the tables of Ari Aster, Larry Zerner. <laughs> right. But only because he's in costume as Shelly. Right, exactly. Normally he's got the wetsuit and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the perm going on. Yeah. Well, sincerely, Brian, thank you for taking the plunge with us, and we hope it's you enjoy great idea. what you have with that. And also, yeah, the constant inspiration behind that. You're fucking rad, man. Now, if you would like us to wax your car a little, and you can get access to a number of things, including here in the month of October, our commentary was for Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. Our new horror episode was on Halloween Kills. And our Shutter shout-out, we did uh, Children of the Corn mm-hmm. and Just and Before Dawn. With a little <laughs> hillbilly muttleys. So Brian now has access to all that, and so can you by heading over to Patreon.com slash Nightmare Junkhead, where we do have a tear from a squiddly diddly to another time. Another place. Now, unfortunately, and this... Always sucks. Yeah. When we need to take a men- um, moment to mention, and in this case, we're going to be really lamenting the loss of a member of the Kansas City film family. Absolutely. And beyond. So much beyond. And I even remember when we had the Draft House, when we had Screenland Tapcade and Screenland mm-hmm. Armor, you would begin to see and recognize faces over time. Mm-hmm. It's the people that keep coming to all the weird movies. That just, you know, that have that same passion. And I always started recognizing this guy. Because he was, always was wearing some sort of a, a... Superhero shirt. Absolutely. And a hat. And the hat. And then the swaft of the white hair. It uh-huh. was striking. Yeah. In so many ways. And what's... I was shocked by hearing that we lost a film family member, Scott Neighbors. Mm-hmm. And... That one, that one hit me hard. That it, one hit harder than any celebrity death so far, you know, because I knew this dude. Yeah. You know, I wasn't like super close with them, but at the same time, he was everywhere. He was he was like Visa. He was everywhere you wanted to be. Like any convention mm-hmm. in town, he was there. Any cool movie, he was there. And if he wasn't there, he was doing something else cool. He was always down to talk for movies. He was always just super cool. Do you remember the time he left the Continental Coin? So, yeah, oh my God, I we were we hosted. It was a John Wick triple feature, mm-hmm. and it was actually the premiere of John Wick three. Scott was there in of audience, yes, as he would be. We all had a grand time, and when I left that night, there was this gold coin sitting on my scooter. Now, if you're not familiar with the John Wick mythos, well, then Jonathan, how do how do they pay their debts? They, they pay their debts with gold coin. <laughs> Simply the best at the Continental. And I was, number one, I had to do that turnaround. I'm looking around. Like, mm-hmm. well, we realize there are a lot of assassins in the There world. was nobody there. No. When we went out to look around, there no. was no, it was the one time, like, downtown was, like, desolate. And so, like, I was waiting to see, like, a dot, a red dot come up on your head or something. A fucking pencil, you know? I was serpentining <laughs> the entire way home, no doubt. And then a f- I think maybe a week later... I think at one of our Monday Mystery Movie Nights, he mentioned, did a good job hosting, man. You enjoy the gold coin? I'm like, oh, my God. Right? And he was one of the OG film clubbers. Yes, he was. He came, He was. He has been on a few times on Nerds and Nostalgia. Yeah, I remember, go back to our Flash Gordon episode. He was so genuinely excited to see that movie. Yeah. And much like us, he loved experiencing it with other people, that theatrical communal experience. And speaking of Flash Gordon, I think uh, one of the times I remember talking to him was the time when um, Flash Gordon was at Comic-Con. 
And I came back and he had a whole bunch of shit signed and he just had the biggest fucking cheese on his face. And I go, are you having a good time? He goes, dude, I just knocked off something off my bucket list. Right. And so I was like, that's fantastic to hear. You know, he was always happy. He was always cool. Yeah. He He was always just a genuine good dude. And it, it just felt, I felt good when he was there. Yeah. I, it just felt there was like a fami- seal of approval. There was the familiarity, yeah. And just knowing Scott was there, enjoying it, and it just it. So, like I said, when I saw that he had passed, it was just it was shocking because yeah. he was so. And I I'd, I'd seen him at Screenland uh, just a month ago, I think. Yeah, and he's not much older than us. No, and that's the other thing, of course, the impending doom of our mortality. But at the same time, in this day and age, when we're not getting to see each other as often as you know, it's just. Take care of the people that you have out there. Let them know how much you care about them. Go watch a movie with them. Mm-hmm. And, and don't be afraid to talk about the movie with them. Yeah. And, or just people that you outside, you know? It's just, if you're hanging out, they come out and see a movie, you know? I mean, don't be a creep about it, but at the same time, you know, because enjoy you're movies g- with people. You're going to gain an acquaintance. You're going to yeah. gain a friend, a mm-hmm. member of your film family. And I would like to think that we can keep his memory alive by going to the movies and talking about them and continuing to going do... to cons and, yes. and like doing cool shit and like marking off those things. items of your bucket list, right? Living life to the fullest, you know. So Scott, our thoughts go out to his family, his close friends, any of you that may have known him, knew him. He won the Bruce Campbell. He won won the last fan standing. He won several Doug Loves movies mm-hmm. that played he, at the Draft House, and he's won a ton of like. VHS is from my collection. So, yeah. needless to say, like I said, I, I just, this is a cat that he might not be here physically with us, but he'll always be with us with our memories and everything that we cultivated together. So again, let this episode go out to Scott. Uh, let us continue to do things for the film family, but mm-hmm. uh, let us. This raise one's our, for you. This is for you, Scott. I have a Mountain Dew, you have a Dr. Pepper, so that's probably appropriate as well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? To continue in the granted tradition of looking back at the month of October, which traditionally has always been our busiest month. Yes. It still kind of is. I mean... December's up there. March is definitely up there, but we've always been pretty pretty, uh, tight on the goings-on in October. And it makes sense. Yeah, of course. That is the month where all the crazy horror things happen. And as such, we've always been able to put together and look back and reflect mm-hmm. upon all the movies, the memories, sometimes the injuries. The good, the bad, the fun, the, the sad. My goodness gracious. So let's go ahead and literally, I was thinking we would go chronologically. Okay. Well, that kind of knock off things way off early. Okay, do you want to build into that then? Yeah, let's okay. go ahead. Let's talk about some of the movies we've seen first. Cool. Well, here in the month of October, Screenlands, which is over to Shocktober, and I got to see a number of films theatrically mm-hmm. this month. Some of them were Friday Night Frights. Some of them were ones where we didn't host at all. Now, to kick things off, a first-timer for me, and oh, it did not disappoint. Finally getting to watch Dario Argento's opera, I've seen that. I've got the Blu-ray. Okay. Oh, we're, oh. We're going to watch it. All right. Because I'm down. I, I'm super down. I love Italian flicks. Well, and you know how when we watched like Tenebrae, uh-huh. however you want to pronounce that, and you were like, man, that's some good Argento. Same thing with this one. I immediately left going, damn, that's some good Argento. <laughs> and mm, that's a... <laughs> it's, a it's, some, <laughs> it's a spicy Argento. It is, and... What's great is there were moments in this movie that had me cackling almost like you, <laughs> which shocked me because of how- Break out a stogie. <laughs> I was awfully close to doing it because there were moments in this film where a kill is happening and they transition to this kick-ass metal music where I was kind of tapping my foot and getting along with it in the theater, but also some extreme gore. Nice. Going on at the same time. So I'm going to be having a good time. I think you will, but okay. there is, if I were to put together a pre-show for it, uh-huh. I would end with the uh, Papa McPoyle, bring me his eyes. Really? Well, I mean, it's Italian, but it's yeah. Italian, but okay. 
There is, I can only call it a Raven reveal. Uh huh. That is effing hmm. glorious. Hmm. Had me cheering underneath my mask because I did. I I didn't want to be that guy per se again, but I had so much freaking fun with this. Huh. And I don't know. I again, it's everything you'd want with an Argento film. It's an '87, so it's kind of like one of his last really good ones. Some mm-hmm. people can argue, but we're going to watch it. Um, it's got. You've probably seen the looking I, through the peephole scene. Uh-huh. It's it's that one there. Okay, but no, like I, I want to watch it. The raving review. It's kind of like when Orca. When you know when Orca, you get the little shot of the eye yeah. in the fridge and the weep where. We'll okay. just leave it at that. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Okay. okay. Now, were you at the double feature of Halloween nineteen seventy eight and Halloween twenty eighteen? No. I, I was honestly I missed a lot this month, and we'll talk about why we'll later. Why it'll make sense. Yes. Well, we talked about actually that the fact that we've never watched it back to back. I did. Plays wonderfully. Really, it really does hmm. because putting into the context the forty years in between, it works. Uh, and kind of like how when we got into our Halloween Kills episode about how why that's divisive, mm-hmm. you can see what they were going for with the 2018 version, paying homage to the original, but also establishing some more current tropes and aesthetics on it. Yeah. But as a double feature, played really well. Huh. I'll have to check that one out. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. Now, another one that uh, just went to, and I've seen it several times, but I always want to see Lucio Fulci's The Beyond on oh, the big screen. Oh, that's such a good movie. It's... Well, and our, our friend Mike was at that. Well, he was at Opera uh-huh. and at The Beyond, seeing both of them for the first time. Loved Opera. The Beyond, he was like, oh, man. Because, you know, he's kind of got a metal voice there. Yeah. But he's like, dude, that was pretty awesome. And Mike's the, rad, but I'm glad he dug I'm glad he dug that. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. And there were some people that I'm pretty sure were also watching it for the first time because the peripheral viewing, they were losing their minds at the... The tarantula scene, or the extended tarantula scene. The extended scene. tarantula scene, and then the face-melting scene. I felt so bad for everybody involved in that movie, but it's so weird and so good. And the score, of course, is oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah, cat holes and all. <laughs> and that one was the actually I had put together uh, the little bit of a pre-show and trailer reel for it. Uh, I actually did have uh, Lucio Fulci playing Zombie Live, but then also included that House by the, by the Cemetery! cemetery. Fucking brother Theodore. Fucking. <laughs> Why he didn't narrate more trailers is a shame. Exactly. Seek it out. There is a House by the Cemetery trailer that is narrated by brother Theodore. People giggled during it. It was kind of wonderful. <laughs> now, one of our Friday Night Frights, and you did miss out on this one, and there's a good reason for it. <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. From the first time I watched this movie to watching it with you... I knew I needed to see it theatrically with a like-minded audience like myself and probably with someone as yourself as well. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm bummed I missed it, but also not really because I don't want to be that one asshole, you know? Because well, you know I would have said a girl fucks an octopus a oh, lot. I know this, and that's why. that It's so funny. That Friday, um, I went and saw a 12 o'clock screening Right, one of their first screen, the first screening of the day, because I assumed number one, I'd be by myself. Mm-hmm. Number two, therefore, that would eliminate the influence of geniuses' madness <laughs> over an audience, <laughs> and I could see it how I kind of wanted to see it. Right, mm-hmm. ten other people showed up for that twelve o'clock screening. Wow, I was shocked. Wow, that's some early morning squidly. <laughs> yes, the, it was. the best part of waking up <laughs> is diddles. <laughs> Yeah, but what was great was and I, because I was just shocked by it. I was asking people as they were coming. I was like, "So, how do you hear about this? Or is this like?" Your? And so many of them was their first time viewing it, and it was just word of mouth. So, the Friday night fright screening comes. We got to see it in theater one. Played like gangbusters. Like there weren't people laughed at the appropriate parts. Oh, okay. The chef part, people laughed at. Okay. You know? Okay. Good. Good. Yes. Then I wouldn't have felt so much like a monster. No, no. Not at all. I bet I bet nobody laughed during the dancing scene, <laughs> except for me. And you did hear 
the like <gasps> during the almost and almost almost just all of that good stuff there. Yeah, it played wonderfully. And what's really funny is the fact that it played actually throughout the week. It was one of their regular screenings. Mm-hmm. From what I understood, sold well during every one. Really? So really, there is a maybe it's because it's more artsy fartsy, and that's right. people are more akin to come out for that, but. I don't know. Did not know there was a need for that. See, that's weird. It almost seems like the movies that are artsy fartsy, like the art, the more artsy and fartsy they are, the more madcap I make it in my head. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, because like I think I'm like in the one percentile that finds uh, possession both campy and ridiculous. I, you know, no, and again, it's just how whatever the baggage you bring and how you deal with it. But needless to say, getting to see possession. Twice in the theater, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very happy with that. I saw Halloween Kills twice in the theater, and that made me fucking happy. I also saw that twice as well, and a film that we will both defend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did release that again on Patreon, but uh, again, the feedback and just the nastiness of people I out know, there. I know it's crazy how like hateful people are. This movie fucking sucks. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like. I, I I don't understand the arguments. I mean, I when the ones that have so much vitriol, mm-hmm. the ones that have like a couple of complaints. Okay, cool. There's no such thing as a perfect movie. I'm down with that. Of course, you know. But the people who are like, that is the worst fucking cinematic abortion or some shit like that. And I'm like, Jesus, it wasn't fucking that bad. Even if you fucking hated it, like I won't. I wouldn't even go that deep with Ari Aster. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying everybody needs to be fucking eloquent, but at least at the same time. Why the fuck did you hate it so much? And I mean, what's your damage? It's also just them kind of piling on people that do enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, then you're not a then real you're Halloween stupid, fan. Right. Yeah. I and don't, again, same. I don't. I don't get it. That's the. That's the only bad thing about the horror community is the gatekeeping certainly. and shit like that. It's if rough. once we get rid of that, everything's fucking gold. But you know, until then, until then. You know what? We can enjoy Halloween Kills. Yes, and they can not, and that's fine because we all have different opinions. But I enjoyed it. And what else did I see that was cool? A lot of the movies that I saw that was cool, I really didn't see a lot like at home viewing, just because I was either watching something else mm-hmm. or like I've been tired recently. Of course, <laughs> and so I've been calling it quits early. But a lot of the movies that I've seen have been comfort blankets. I think the only and at events which we'll go into. I don't think I really saw any other movies like alone that either wasn't for the show, sure, or no, again, for, right, busy that way, or out and about, you know. But like, I did see um, the new Bond, the James Bond. I enjoyed that one. Me too. Me too. But um, the first event with the movies that we oh oh, oh I've got oh. I've got like oh keep going I'm sorry dude keep oh, going no, keep I've going got an entire list here actually okay oh, it's keep ridiculous going, keep yeah going. I'm sorry. So I thought I was going to go see Trick or Treat uh-huh. from 1986. Turned out the version we watched was entitled Ragman. Oh. So it was like one of those like different regional things where you get different titles on that. Right. So and Murder also, in Shadow Creek. Much like with the Blood Rage. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that also brought out a lot of people. It's Sammy Kerr. Dude in front of me had a Sammy Kerr shirt on. Of course. Now it's not every day. Every year you're <laughs> going to be able to see Trick or Treat. Yeah. You know, that's a given, right? But well, maybe not a given, but it's more common than mm-hmm. not. But not every Halloween does Sammy Kerr come out to play. And then I was able to put together the pre-show for that one as well. So my apologies to everyone out there. But did I you have did, a Walkman commercial? I didn't have a Walkman commercial. Oh. That would have been. Do you have Family Ties like intro? I did not have a Family Ties <laughs> intro. Oh. Nothing with with Skippy. I literally put in the last bit of Rock and Roll Nightmare, uh, with uh, Thor mm-hmm. and the entirety of. We accept the challenge. That and, whole thing and the weird like starfish monster thing, all of it, yeah. all of it, awesome. And then of course included trailers for Decline of Western Civilization Part Two, The Metal Years, Shock'em Dead, and Black Roses. Nice. There was a metal couple in front of me. I know they enjoyed it, so I knew right then we were good. Uh, did get to see Phantasm on the big screen again. Uh-huh. The OG, um, American Werewolf in London. A movie that I thought I'd seen before in the past, but I finally technically saw The Witches of Eastwick for the first time. That's a good movie, isn't it? It's a ridiculously good movie. I have watched bits and pieces of it on HBO, but never front to back. I have yet to not enjoy a George Miller movie, and that's Babe and Happy Feet included. 
And I, it fits in that nice pantheon of, oh, yeah, I, uh, Lorenzo's Oil. Yes. That's when I saw, I watched, I saw that for like a health communication course up at KU. I watched it on Showtime because they played it on Showtime It's all a classy the time. flick. Yeah. It's classy. Got, it's got Nick Nolte as an Italian man. It's quite good. Uh, and then also, one of our Friday Night Frights, and this one was freaking rad, was Adam Green's Hatchet. I that's one of the event ones I definitely want to talk about. That one put a smile on my like Thanos. It puts a smile on my face. Now, are we calling Friday Night Frights events or just that particular one? No, they're events. Oh, okay. Well, let's get into okay. Then we uh, let's get into those then. So, the Adam Green intro. Oh man, that couldn't have come at a better time from a better dude. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And people not knowing that that was going to be included was such a nice surprise. And given his legit love of Screenland, just of the people there in the Kansas City area, it was so welcome. And mm-hmm. then to see Hatchet on the big screen. Oh, yeah. To see people, to hear people react. Cheered. They fucking oh, cheered during great. the jaw rip. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And then just to open the night up with the just Arwen. Oh. How fucking cute is Arwen? Oh, Any, my God. Anytime you... Anytime Adam's going to do something, you know Arwen's going to be in there. That's that comfort thing yeah. that happens there. But a shout out, special shout out to Alan of the Crypt Keeper film family member for Movie Crypt uh, that drove four hours. Wow. And was able to see uh, a double feature of Lamb and Hatchet. Doodly, 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 do. Doodly, 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 do. Living deliciously indeed. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the other Friday Night Frights that we had, where unfortunately we were not available to be at, because of an event that happened, uh, we had a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> Understand that sold well. But our last Friday Night Fright that we just had. One of my favorite Friday Night Frights of recent memory, aside from the Adam Green one. You're not kidding. So fucking good. So fucking good. To see it on the big screen with like maybe 80% of the crowd and seeing it for the first time. Yes. And it is such one of those fun old school movies. Kind of like when we talked about Wishmaster. Put it on the background, have it the main focus. Yep. It's a party movie. It's a, just a fun movie. Tales from the Crypt's Demon Knight was fucking rad. I love that movie. And when he's shooting the the, the flashback scenes, it's very Ken Russell. Mm-hmm. I forgot how just loaded with color that movie is. It's very Italian in a lot of ways. Fucking uh, Billy Zane eating the scenery up. And then he mops it up with the, with the sponge with out the of sponge. his mouth. Yeah, just a... Cav- a character's row of cavalcade, oh. a- no, a cavalcade row of character actors. And also the extreme gore. Yeah. Like some hardcore gore in that film with the kills. It's fan-freaking-tastic. Um, what other events do you have on your list? So I'm going all over chronologically. Uh, we I had a uh, couple of people over, Mount Baldy, and some of the horror club peeps came over for a Halloween thing, and just, which is a couple of movies. And we showed the WNUHF Halloween special. How'd that go over? Not well. <laughs> I I can't say I'm surprised. Not well. We when we reviewed that, I think we probably mentioned we know that's not going to be for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's only itching a particular scratch for a particular not a lot of people out there. But I saved it with the second one, Overlord. Did we ever do an episode proper on we that? We need to. That yes, movie we do. is. Glorious. That movie is a wonderful mismatch of uh, hardcore war and uh, B movie. It's so good. Did that come out in 2018? No, I think it came out in 2016. Uh, that oh wow! So it's already five years at this mm, point. Something so, like that. And it deserves an audience. And I think more and more people are discovering it. But it flew under the, a lot of people's radar. Yeah. And that was one. That was a genuine surprise when Me I too. saw that. I was like, wow! Because I saw it at. The draft house, I think, almost blind, like, oh, you know, it's Kurt Russell's kid. I'll go check that out. He looks so fucking much like Kurt Russell. It's ridiculous. Walks like him, talks like him, sounds like him. It's yeah. it's insane. If he starts laughing like him, then it's just going to be all over well, for me. Ain't nothing, he didn't doesn't laugh in Overlord. That's for fucking sure. No, he does. That's a mean movie. Too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That, so you want everyone back? Yes. And then what'd you close out with? A movie nobody's seen. I haven't seen it, but I've wanted to see it for a while. Uh, Dan O'Bannon's written Dead and Buried. 
That just got that that uh, nice little release from Blue Underground. Yeah, I got the Blue Underground DVD from my trip to Atumwa, and we'll talk about that. Very later. nice. And I was like, I've never seen it. I always wanted to see it. Let's see it. That's and I've seen that for me as well. It's really good. It's so atmospheric and creepy. Basically, um, it's not really a spoiler because it's kind of out there. This this town is evil, mm-hmm. and they'll kill people, and but. Later on, the people they kill become part of the town. So you know, c- combined into the collective. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. There, um, it stars Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and he totally pulls a Buffalo Bill in this movie. Wait, it, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, because that could be a number of things. I not, pray not, we're not doing a uh, not little... the not the tuck. Okay, that's like, but he definitely has a putting on makeup scene that's very, very Buffalo Bill. So I'm like. Would you drink fizzy lifting drinks with me? I drink fizzy lifting drinks with me. Did it take you out of the movie? No, it enhanced it. It enhanced it quite significantly because the whole time it's just you couldn't help but like think about like it's Grandpa Joe, right? So while all this crazy shit, the ending is wonderful. It also stars Princess Aurora. No, no, no. Um, Dale from Dale Arden from Flash from Flash Gordon's in it. I'm gonna have to borrow this. Absolutely, it's it's proper good, and it's got an all timer VHS cover. Yeah, and it's one that didn't haunt me per se, but it always stood out. Always looked creepy, yeah. and like this was the first, and I've heard nothing but good things, and it's starting to get a lot of buzz now, and rightfully so, because this it's a really good movie. Feature there, my friend. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, going back to. My house, when I put together a little... I want to talk about that, too. I definitely want to talk about that. So I also did one, and because the fact that our normal movie marathon that we do outside of our houses started at the uh, beginning of the month, we realized, oh, we have some time to do something like this. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time in probably two years that I've held a little marathon at my house. Uh, But I kicked things off with a, a Bay of Blood. I've seen that. And a few people were actually watching it for the first time as well. And that's Bava's Bay of Blood? It's Bava's Bay of Blood, of which Bava shot himself. And again, if you're a Friday the 13th fan, this will seem so familiar because they homaged liberally from it. But the fact that it has one of the most batshit crazy endings that just makes you, whoa, like one of those moments. It's wonderful. Now you were able to you were able to show up by this time, mm-hmm. where our second film <laughs> was a first timer, I think, for everyone but Adrian, right? Of course, but this is one that we were, and I don't know if we should say our themes and what we we're going to go for because we were planning on maybe doing a Nerdoween where we were going to do like fear based stuff and mm-hmm. like all of our fears, and my fear was going to be street toughs because we saw the trailer for this film. On the trailerthon, 80s thing, uh, we remember the VHS cover for back in the day. Vividly. Vividly. But it was a first-time watch for many of us with Nomads, mm-hmm. which, boy, oh, boy, not what we were expecting. Not at all. Not at all. I, I, I'm I, still trying to figure out whether I really <laughs> liked the movie or I really didn't. But like, it's, it's just one of those where it's like, that movie was not... Anything what I was expecting, and there was just so much oddballedness going on in that. And let's just say this. I thought that in Bay of Blood, you do get some dong that is hung. Mm -hmm. It's not. Nevertheless, and never the fear, dong is hung in Nomads. Pierce Brosnan dong. I believe you said 007 inches. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, But shocking, because... We got the backside of him, and we're all like... And we're like, oh, that's Pierce Brosnan's ass. And then he turns around, and you see Remington Steele. I mean, it's like, Christ. <laughs> I think we all had a religious moment there. Right? We're like, holy shit. But this is where Mary Warnoff... Dong. Hung dong. <laughs> but we do have Mary Warnoff as a street tough. Wait, let's go back to Pierce Brosnan. Not his dong, but let's go back to Pierce Brosnan. Oh, boy. Now, we all know Pierce Bronson, British. Very British. Have you ever wondered how he would sound if he was auditioning... For La Neckbreaker. In Veronica. <laughs> because he is sporting... I couldn't tell if it was like an offensive accent. 
It it was borderline my like je le sens pas le bon. I can't pop. But like not that bad. It was but he was like well, I must go down to the library to do research. And I'm like, what are you doing? Meanwhile, there's like random street toughery. Supernatural street tufferies that might be mischief demons. Possibly. It's, and Mary Warnoff dancing and like it's so all weird. sorts of mad, weird flashbacks. And Romero from uh, Escape from New York, Frank Doubleday himself, uh-huh. which got a collective kind of yay when his name came up in the <laughs> so credits. Frank Doubleday, yay! And so, no, it's... It was weird. It was super weird. And I still... I get the ending but i don't get how they got to the ending all i know is he still looked good regardless yeah he did in leather disheveled buck ass naked fucking whatever <laughs> so we had to close something close out and i originally originally was planning on two movies indoors two movies outdoors but it got cold it got cold and we thought it was going to rain so i was like okay well i'll just do two indoors again or four indoors so the third film originally was going to be something wicked this way comes. Mm-hmm. A movie slick. It's wicked hard to find <laughs> anywhere. Yes, yes, it is. So needless to say, had it to shelf that. It might be on Disney Plus. Not on Disney. No, Plus. not on Disney Plus. Check Disney Plus. Shit. Oh, I was looking upward. I called Vintage Stock. They didn't have any in the area. Don't you hate when that happens? Out of all the physical media that I have, I hate when I'm like, I don't have that movie. What the fuck? And it. it it happens. It, it does. happens. So we changed it up. I actually offered up a variety of choices, and we all decided on a film that I believe two people were going to be seeing for the first time. Mm-hmm. One we did as a shutter shout out. One that we probably should do an episode proper on. Uh, oh my god, terrified. Mm-hmm. Still for me, still terrified. Still me. scary. Still scary. Even when I know shit is coming, I'm like fuck. Yep. It's 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 just an exercise in fear. Stephen King approved. Oh, abs, <laughs> and then some, my friend. And I think it still plays very well. Mm-hmm. Now, by the time that ended, I was thinking of a fourth film, but we're all old. Oh yeah, we are. And we're all tired. I had to work that day. That's why I missed Bay of Blood. Yeah. So I was and just like, ugh. It was right before midnight. I'm like, you know what? We're gonna cut our losses and just call it a day, mm-hmm. which totally worked. For yes. Me. But it was still. Decent triple feature. So I love the fact that we both had movies that kind of lost the audience. Yeah. But then we were able to, you know, come back strong potentially. Mm-hmm. That is so freaking good. But you know, it was nice to actually have the little home marathon. I, granted, I would have liked to have gone outdoors, but just having the amount of people that actually were there, it was actually perfect. It worked. Yeah. Same yeah. with same with me. There was just enough space. Yeah. So if I had too many more, it would have been like, well, let me pull up some chairs and Certainly. squeeze in. But yeah, no, this worked out good. And you could have been uncomfortable because... Well, let's talk... No, no, we still oh. got more events. Okay, We haven't even talked me. about Nerdween yet. Oh, God, We haven't yeah. even talked about um, uh, the double feature, which is what I'm about to talk about. But also some things that I've been watching. I've been digging the new Creep show. I still need to watch... Uh, get caught up on season three. I think Joe Lynch did a couple of episodes. Yeah, again. I've been digging them so far. I'm up to like episode four of the season. I've been really liking them. Um, I'm caught up on what we do in the shadows. I got caught up as well. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, no spoilers, but this no. is this has been a good. It started off a little bit weird, but then it's kind of like almost Arrested Development at the end of the season when you see how everything ties in together. You're like. Oh, sneaky. okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So I really like that. Wasn't expecting that kind of a gut punch. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. So I've been digging that. Uh, what else have I been watching? That's about it. I've been keeping up on my shows. So big, big, big events and other possible double features. So we started out with the drive-in. The oh, drive-in yes. was a fucking blast. I had such a good time at the drive-in, and that all the vendors had a good time. And they're like, oh, man, this is so much fun watching, like, uh, having all the vendors. You should do it again. And, in fact, we're like, yeah, let's do it for Christmas. So we are going to have our annual Back from the Dead, because we didn't have it last year, Merry Xmas, December 5th. It's a Sunday. It's at the Cable Building in North Kansas City. It's right right by uh, Screenland. About two, it's two blocks away from Chicken and Pickle. So... 
And it's going to be, we're going to have 25 vendors. We got some new merch from the Horror Club. We got uh, all sorts of fun stuff. And it's free to get in, come out and do some shopping. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But we're not going to show any movies. It's that's just going to be like a Christmas craft. Of course, of course. So. You will, you, and you, you never know who you're going to see there. But this is where if you need to get your horror and genre fans uh, holiday needs met, They'll be taken care of there. So after that commercial break, we now return you to your regular scheduled programming. So speaking of crafters, the triple feature was great. We showed uh, two zombie movies. We showed the Romero, uh, the remake of Romero's Night of the Living Dead, the Savini one, and then we showed Return of the Living Dead. How fucking great was that? How rad! That's it was a good so double fun. feature. That's a really good double feature. And you know, uh, Savini's remake. It's getting, I think, a little bit more appreciation here. Good. It's it deserved. Is. It's a good remake. It is. He. Does Barbara significantly better? In fact, I don't want to say it's better than the original because the original is a classic, but his take is just as fucking great. Yeah. Well, he, I know, I'm not saying he lucked out, but I mean, with Tony Todd as your lead, mm-hmm. and apparently, though, the studio gave him hell. Like, he did not have a good experience making it, but the final product, I think, still holds up. Oh, yeah. And the fact that it's all practical because it's Savini. He's over there. All right, cool. Cut. Flip, 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 flip. So, yeah. And then, of course, Return of the Living Dead. Anytime you can incorporate that, you can't go wrong. Well, then, that uh, was preceded by our seventh Nerdoween horror movie marathon (laughs) that kicked off Shocktober, like Mm -hmm. literally on Friday, October 1st. And we put together three films that were all either centered or at least had a good portion of Super 7 Cinema. That's right, kids. That's right, kids. And I'm still. Very happy with the lineup. Had a had some programming uh, remorse a couple of times throughout, but we kicked things off with a film from 1991 mm-hmm. celebrating its 30th year. That asks the question: Do you know how to ska? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Doesn't matter what picture you see, genius. Uh, there's something so. Weirdly wonderful about popcorn. Oh man, when Fire Marshal Bill goes rogue, it is great. Right off the bat, I really wish I would have incorporated some Fire Marshal Bill into the pre-show. <laughs> the minute he shows up, the um, the fact that the trailer reel itself should have been Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor, mm-hmm. Joe Dante's Matinee, and then any of the three that I had included in my initial trailer reel, I was like, God bless it. But it was so much fun. Those movies, those movies in the movies. The mo- oh my God! And the fact that we kept going. Oh, it's it's Kelly Joe Minter and Jill Sh- Jill Sholin, who's the star of this. I had recently just saw her uh, in The Stepfather for the first time. She's actually got a really good run of horror in that time, and I had so much fun with this movie. Mm-hmm. I think the the audience actually had a really good time. Oh, yeah. with this movie. Oh yeah. Again, I. Th- how many of them were seeing that one for the first time? Everybody. 90%. 90% with everybody saw all of those movies. It was kind of throughout, right? Yeah. It was good. So we felt good kicking off with popcorn, everyone having a good time. We then went in for a film that was a first-timer for you mm-hmm. and had played the Panic Film Fest the previous year. It's also on Shutter now. It is on Shutter, And don't let the title fool you. Uh, you're going to get some nudity, but you're going to get a whole lot more with porno. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a lot of nudity. And some mangled dick. I was not ready for that. Some of the audience members were, because there were a few members of the audience that did see it in Panic Fest that knew it was that movie with, with the that mangled scene. dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to see it with a crowd, to hear them react, holy smokes. Yeah. Because I think was... I said, fuck. Like, <laughs> and I don't like yell out in the movies, but. <laughs> well, it's so graphic and unexpected, <laughs> even though we kind of gave that a trigger warning per se, uh-huh. we were like, you're going to see some mangled dick. Um, now, I think we everyone had fun, popcorn porno. Our closer <laughs> turned out to be somewhat divisive. This needs to be an episode on its own. Holy smoke. Well, Fuck a duck. There is so much to unpack. This movie is nuts this didn't know about this movie before we watched it on that trailer thon the mm-hmm. trailer compilation mm-hmm. uh, from the year of 1987 the legend of zelda <laughs> i feel the blood rush from your head down to your heart and then back up again 
I you want to talk about a bucket list item? I think seeing anguish in a theater is something any <laughs> horror fan should be able to want to be on a bucket list item. But let me tell you, fucking Michael Lerner and fucking that is a weird, gross movie. Well, and what's funny is if you watch the trailer, because I did before I came over, the trailer gives nothing away. In fact, the tr- because and you, I can't, I don't want to disclose. There's so much going on with this movie, not what I expected. Mm-mm. When certain things started happening, I was feeling super uncomfortable. And Me it's, too. And I was like, "Oh snap!" Because we were watching it for the first time. The only there were two people that had seen it. Adrian, and of Orin, course, and, and Oren. But Oren only recently had watched it. Uh, Adrian, it had been a while since he had, and it was really funny because he, the, one of the main reasons he wanted to go to Nerdoween was he knew it was going to play. I was like, how do you know it was going to play? He's like, dude, like three months ago, you asked me if you'd seen Anguish and if it was any good or not. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so you're kind of a detective, eh? But needless to say, it proved divisive. Some people enjoyed it. Some people didn't. But they were talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't help but talk about it. I mean, there's so many what-the-fuck scenes. <laughs> Example. And it's not even like what-the-fuck is in like what's going on. It's a regular scene. Okay, so he's having breakfast. Cool. But what he's eating, it's not normal. And it's not like it's weird. It's not like he's eating like dodo eggs or like eyeballs no, or some no. shit. He's eating. He's having a very healthy breakfast of fruit and milk. He's having bananas and milk. But the way he's having, he's having bananas in milk that he stirs up with a fork and he slurping and just slurping it up out of this weird like alchemy decanter thing going on. You need to come home and have more food for nutrients. You're not strong enough. And when she, (laughs) when Zelda Rubenstein, when Mammy McPoyle, when (laughs) bring me their ass. There's slug. She's also a slug farmer. So when she steps on this slug, you hear crunch. This three sixty multiple three sixties. It's like twelve eighty, right? Just around here going. You're like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? And I was trying to process the movie, but at the same time process it with the crowd who are trying to process it because I'm trying to get a read on them to see whether or not they're digging it. Because there were moments throughout that we were laughing. Because and just of like in shock, just like, what is going on? It, it, it proved to be a wild ride. Yes. Needless to say, but thanks to everyone that came out for this year's Nerdoween. Uh, now, we're, of course, already looking and trying to figure out what we're going to do for year eight, mm-hmm. which you're already like eight. It's right there in the title, man. It's like, like, I got the, I got eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> well, you know why, uh, oh, wait, what's the joke? Why Something seven for eight, eight? Yes. No, because seven, eight, nine. There it is. There it is. <laughs> um, other events, or did that kind of close us out? I think, well... Now we got one more event, and it was out of town. Oh boy, here's this is what we've been building to. Yeah, <laughs> we took a trip. Well, I took a trip to beautiful Ottumwa, Iowa, to go to the Halloween Palooza convention. Indeed, and needless to say, I wound up having a fucking ball and a blast. But I only wound up spending like about an hour in the convention. So like, so we got there super late on Friday because we kind of missed our turn. So mm-hmm. we had to kind of back up late, and then I had to work late. And so we got there, we so we didn't get to do anything much on Friday night. Saturday, okay. So we got to go get a loose meat sandwich. We got to go, of course. right? We got to go to the Twin City or Twin Galaxies Arcade, of course. Right? We got to go to the um, thrift, the the, 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 corner the the one, corner one yep. with, the, with the antique mall. So I went there, found some all kinds of cool treasures, right, at the antique mall, found my Simpsons collection stuff. Uh, good stuff. Right? After we went to by the Twin Cities, there was a store that was like, this guy's like, I bought a whole bunch of movies, and I'm just going to trying to get rid of them, so I'll sell DVDs for like a dollar. Fuck yeah! So I went, and I bought a whole bunch of movies. I bought some movies at the convention. You know, we stopped in for a little bit and walked around, had some nice food, and then... Okay, so the convention <laughs> on Saturday night ends about 8 o'clock because yep. then there's the after party and the awards. 
So we're like, man, we had a nice full day. Before we go to the hotel and call it in for the day, let's go ahead and go stop in the convention. We got about a good two, two and a half hours at the convention, get everything done. I had bumpers sure. planned because, I sure. mean, it was Kelly Maroney. They had it a was hell Kelly of a Maroney as Lynn Lowry. Don't dream it. I, I had, we had it all planned out and everything. I was ready to go, right? So we're about maybe four blocks away from the hotel. Dustin has this idea, man, let's run some scooters, right? I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm thinking, you know what? When I was young. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it should be noted, by the way, by the time this episode releases. It would have been my birthday. Happy uh, belated birthday or happy birthday. So you're turning all of, will you be, you're 43 now. Yes, I'll be turning 43. So when you say when you were younger, genius. Right. How long ago are we talking about? Are we talking? I was like nine. (laughs) So, when, I'm like, when I was younger, you know, back in my salad days, now in my fucking burger days, but now in my salad days, my younger days, oh, this is like, I, I could, I fucking rode scooters with the best of them. I had this really sharp one. It looked like one of those, like, not quite razor scooters, but it was slick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had fucking, like, decals and shit on it, fucking monster mags and doing stuff. Doing endos and shit? I was doing all sorts of shit. I had a blast my scooter, right? Oh, fuck it. I've seen people up doing this the whole time. How hard can it be? Plus, I know how to ride a scooter. And you and I will say this. You are very agile. You are nimble. You are actually fairly fleet-footed. But not well-balanced. <laughs> As it turns out. So I get on the scooter, and I'm like, all right, well, let me see how to get this one, right? First of all, my feet are too fucking big for this goddamn scooter anyway. I only get one foot on there. I mean, I know you're supposed to only have one foot on there, but at the same time, goddamn. So I'm trying to get it on there, right? And I finally, like, get it. I'm trying to keep my balance on this fucking thing, right? As I'm trying to push it along. So I'm pushing it along, and I'm only going about two miles an hour, right? And I'm like, fuck, what's going on? And I thought I'm using the acceleration. Dustin's over there zipping along, right? And he goes, the acceleration's on the left, or on the right. And I'm like, I I know. So so I'm holding on to it. I fucking push forward, and I go from two miles an hour to ten miles an hour, lickety-fucking split. Meanwhile, I'm still trying to get my balance, right? So I, I go down... Not even 50 fucking feet, right? Not even fucking 50. Well, maybe a little bit later because I was like, ah, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to go along, trying to keep it balanced, and I'm trying to like not like fall into this couple that just got some ice cream and they're on a date and shit. Are you sure, like, the people taking the pane glass across the way weren't going to go across your path? My All God. of a sudden, the pieces music. Right? In my head, in my head, though, I have la, 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 la. And I can only imagine at the time as you're speeding along with that in your head, you're like, this isn't bad. No, because I'm fucking freaking out going, ah, shit, because I can't control the thing trying to catch my balance. I wind up like, fuck it, I can't do this. I need to jump off, right? So I jump off. I just, like, not jump off far, but I just, like, put my feet out. I put my feet out, but somehow my hands are still attached to the um, handlebars. So I go about another two or three feet being drugged, right? I almost hit the fucking uh, seam. They have these big-ass, like, square uh, flower pots in the middle of the the sidewalk. I came, like, about six inches away from busting my head open. But what I wound up doing... I wound up landing on my elbow in a way where I punched myself in the gut so hard I dislocated a rib, right? To the point where I pissed blood. I just like punched I punched myself that hard right in the side. I didn't know that. Right? Oh. So I dislocated my rib so and then one thing. I was like, Oh, my elbow hurts. And then here comes Dustin. Get up, pussy. Well, no, first he asked, You all right, dude? You okay? And I'm like, yeah. Meanwhile, the the couple that I re- tried to like not hit, they're like, Yo, let me help you up. I'm, I'm laughing because I don't know what else to do, right? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, let me help you up. I'm like, no, no, don't touch me. I got it. I got it. I'm like, oh, don't touch me. Right? So like, so I try to get up, and the bad thing is I'm left-handed. So I and I'm left-footed. So I try to get up with my left hand just instinctively, and that's the bad one. And I just like fuck, and it just dropped me on the ground. 
And I'm like, well, I can still move it a little bit, so I don't think it's broken. So, because I can't move it, but I'm like, I'm fucking hurting. Dustin comes up, and I'm like, I tell the other couple, I'm like, all right. He's like, are you all right, dude? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, okay, cool, get up. You go, get up, pussy. And I'm like, no, I'm cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm like, just give me a minute, just give me a minute, just give me a minute. And he goes, do you, do you need help? And I'm like, I, I think I can do it because I'm stubborn like that. And he, I'm like, he goes, let's walk the rest of the way. It's only four blocks. And I'm like, we should call the girls and the gum pickles up, right? Because, like, I'm kind of hurting. But I'm like, all right, all right. And I'm going to be like I in Maine the Trooper. Right? So I'm going to get up on there. And, like, so I was walking the whole way. Put some, get back to the hotel, put some ice on it. By the time everything's said and done, it's already fucking 9 o'clock. I already missed the whole convention. I go to work uh, Monday. Right, and I'm like, oh, my arm still hurts pretty bad. But then it started to swell, and it started to get really black, and like it, it looked really, really bad. And I think it was Tuesday where I was like, hey, I show my boss. I'm like, I think I, I think I need to go to the doctor tomorrow. I'm gonna call in. And he goes, what's the matter? And I go, I don't think this looks right. And he goes, oh God. And he goes, yeah, no, go ahead and. Yeah, I gotta take tomorrow off and we'll, we'll ride up a sick day. So they took, a, so here's the thing. So I go to the one urgent care because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, sure. what's going on. I go to the one urgent care and they're like, yeah, no, you need to go to this urgent care. So I go to this urgent care and they're like, no, you need to go to a specialist because this is not looking good. So they send me to uh, this orthopedic, this orthopedics place. They took an x ray of my wrist and they took an x ray of my knee because I also fell on my knee, right? And I'm like, yeah, my elbow hurts, though. Well, I don't know why they're like, okay, well, if your elbow hurts and you need to come back, we'll just have the doctor come back and tell you to get an x-ray. I'm like, oh, I want to do this today. Like, well, we'll do it today. Right. Because they're like, oh, it looks like you have a bad contusion on your knee bone. It looks like the bone is bruised. So that's two. Right. And he goes, it looks like you have a sprain on your wrist. It's not terrible, but it's a decent sprain. That's three. Okay. And like, okay, and then what about the elbow? Well, we're just waiting for the results. About maybe a half hour later, I'm waiting the doctor. He goes, it's a good thing we took an x-ray of your elbow. And I'm like, what happened? He goes, look at your elbow. You see that Y that's right there? I'm like, yeah, that's not supposed to be there. And I'm like, what? And he goes, you're going to need to have a surgery. You're going to have to have a screw in there. And then I'm like, a screw? Shit! Right? Well, that's four. Right? So then later on, <clears throat> he goes, okay, so I looked more at your chart, and when I told you you're going to have to have a screw in there, I kind of lied. And I'm like, okay. Well, he goes, you're going to have to have a plate, and the plate's going to have to be screwed in. So I now have where my elbow used to be. <laughs> I have a plate with six screws in there, and you saw the x-ray. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fucking intense. some jigsaw shit. Okay, now here's the question, though. Once you heal up, are you going to be able to perform a Dusty Rhodes bionic elbow on people? See, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, hey, man, if I give you a couple extra bones, can you put me some Tony Stark shit in there? Like, can you give me, like, hydraulics or make me, like, a bionic man or fucking, you know, can I, can, you know, just pat it out? Can I get a spike? You know, can I, like, be able to push a button like a spike or a blade comes out? That'd be fucking rad. You know? Did, did they put the kibosh on that? Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Sadly. Well. So that's why I missed a lot of Friday Night Frights. That's why I missed a lot of other things, because they put me on some good stuff for a while there. <laughs> and like. Well, and it's funny now, anyone that sees you that hasn't seen you in a while, I mean, they're like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, and my chute didn't open. Yeah, they're gonna call BS on that right. one, my friend. I was in, I was hiking in the woods. Yeah, I, and like I fell off a waterfall. I'm like yeah, no, I yeah, bullshit. Great, it was bullshit. Weird. bullshit. It was weird. Yeah, I'm glad you're okay though, and you're healing. And, that you're, and but the worst part was when I found out all this. I I was not able to be there. Unfortunately, I've had some stuff going on at home. Uh, I felt bad because I'd like to think that if I was there with you. I could you would have been the voice of reason. That's the two things that I'm pissed off at. I'm not pissed off it happened because I ain't nothing I can change about it. I'm not pissed off at anybody else because like it's my own damn fault. But I'm pissed off that nobody was there to fucking warn me and tell me like, okay, how long ago was that? Because they just like, okay, cool, you know. And like, and then I'm also pissed off that they weren't. Nobody was there to fucking film it. If somebody was there to film it and to put the la 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 as as I fell. Blah, 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 Boom! Ha! 
bum, bum, la, 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 la. Oh, we could have gone viral. I could have had all my medical bills paid. I could have had all that shit. Meanwhile, I got a fucking, nobody filmed it. Nobody believes me. Well, people believe me because I fucking fell down and I'm fat. And I'm, of course, I'm going to ride a scooter. But, like, I got to pay the bills. And I don't have anything to show for it except for a, except for a big-ass long incision with 15 stitches. Damn. It goes from a little bit of my elbow all the way to about here. My goodness, 15 man. fucking stitches, man, and six screws and a metal plate. I'm going to I was like, "Hey, can I put like magnets and shit on it?" And they're going, "No, it's not that strong and it won't go, but it will go off on metal detectors." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, so I can't even guy. put magnets. I can't like fucking do anything with this. It's not bionic. It doesn't enhance. What the fuck?" Turns out there's a there's a cost for your uh, your calamities, my friend. I know, man. It's not cool. But hey, see, it would have been a lot better if I could have had like neat shit. You know, if I could have had like even I'll even take lights. You know, I'll take even like little like like a little scroll when I'm happy or sad or something. But no, now every time it gets cold, it fucking feels like my arm wants to rip oh, off. No. <laughs> That's fucking and it's getting colder by the day in the mornings it sucks so much say, dick oh my it's goodness. so bad and now they're like okay you can drive it fucking sucks to drive my little fucking hearse that i'm trying to drive that fucking clown ass car that's fucking falling apart on me i can't even fucking i'm trying to drive with one hand and like hold the other hand with the steering wheel okay oh. make a left turn motherfucker so yeah no this mm-mm. but <clears throat> could have been worse because i didn't hit my head and well, maybe it would have jogged something loose. But all in all, I'm just glad I'm around. You know, I'm just glad that I survived. I'm, I'm glad I didn't punch myself any harder. I am I am glad you are still here, my friend. Because when I heard that, and when I saw your arm before you went and had it looked, I mean, it looked like something out of a Cronenberg movie. It looked awful. It was but the bad thing is I couldn't see that well because, like, how the fuck am I going to turn my arm when it's fucking... Well, I couldn't even turn my arm when it's fucking healed, let alone when it's, like dangling by oh. a tendon so like let's just next time you decide to do anything that you haven't done since you were nine maybe just text me if i'm not there if i'm just just let me know i'll, I'll be that voice of reason the little angel that's gonna pop up his famous last words like hey dude check it out you know like <laughs> check this out I can do it. Oh, Lord. Anyway, I, I'm glad you're here, my friend. I'm glad you're here. So, obviously, a number of things happened to us here this month that uh, will make m- memorable memories. Yeah, they'll leave scars. <laughs> so, hopefully, next year's Halloween hangover won't be as traumatic. Well, yeah, because, like, I don't know. It was weird because when I fell, I could feel the blood rush from my head down to my heart. <laughs> Uh, let's I, just... I could have lost an eye. You... I could have like fucking. I could have hit myself, and like there would be Zelda Rubenstein to like pick it up again. Nah. That'd be the last fucking thing I'd see. That'd be awful. The last fucking thing you see is Zelda Rubenstein and Michael Lerner eating fucking bananas and milk, just slurping over your dead body. Oh God! Not only is he an eye surgeon genius, he's a mortician as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what kind of memories did you all make this October? Uh, hit us up on any of the social medias. Now, here for the remainder of the month of November, uh, Genius wonderfully put this one together. We're going to be asking a very simple question. What the French? Uh, we've got three. To French, the extreme. Yes. Three French extremity films that we are going to be viewing what will we be viewing next week? You'll just have to tune in to find out. And until that time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. Fucking bird scooters. Bird scooters.